mom, put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Ladies, happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, 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 gobble. Allie, what the fuck? That was that was I mean, I loved it. It was just like disturbingly accurate. Just so much gratitude. A lot of gratitude. 10th grade when you're talking about a blowjob. So, right. Okay. Oh my god. Not grateful for blowjobs. Not grateful whatsoever. Not grateful for blowjobs across the board. Man, I haven't given a blowjob in a while. Like how long? Yeah, Sarah, Mm -hmm. take us back. Honestly, I don't remember. I'd like to know the national average. Yeah. Sarah, do you mean, okay, Sarah, I'm not trying to tie you down, but do you mean like full to completion or you just haven't even skimmed it with a, with so much as a chapstick? Full to completion. In... Full to completion. Oh, full that's to completion. been years. Yeah, full to wow. completion for me has been literally years. Okay. You... I mean, yep. years. years. Excuse me. If, if there is... <laughs> the topic, by the way, tonight is not BJ's. Wow. Yeah. Yes, but before we go on. I'm sorry. I don't care if it's to completion. I count it. Are you really? just, I'm just wondering if Sarah, I'm wondering if Sarah's going too hard on herself. Of course I count it. I'm just wondering if she means like, right. Okay. Like I haven't. She's a lick flick or just like a lick flick. All to completion. Lick, 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 lick so and dick. Fucking gross. <laughs> okay. This is, I, a, I don't, this is a I don't thing. count it. I don't count it if it's just like a little a little episode along the way to a full full feature romantic getaway. Right. Yeah. So if it's in I would count a blowjob of as like this is this is the main event. Like this is the only thing that's happening right oh, now. No, maybe, I don't. Maybe right. we're Neither. like making out. Yeah. We're hot. We're riding home from the movie theater and pulling over. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding is absolutely right. That would never happen. Oh god. <laughs> Does for some. Okay. Well, who can who can concentrate on driving while they're receiving a blowjob? No, that's for you when you're in your twenties or younger. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Even That's... even so, can you really? No, like, but you how don't do you care, not get but... an accident? No, but at that age, it's worth a, a car wreck. Or <laughs> 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 That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. These days, it would be like you'd have to crawl over like the goldfish packages and <laughs> oh, yeah. the old water bottles. Husband would give a shit. No. 
Okay. So um, happy Thanksgiving, there. everybody. Seriously. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're so thankful for our listeners. And tonight, our episode is about, as we gather with family and siblings, this is about sibling rival rivalry. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, interesting. Wait, is anybody going to be with, like, any of you going to be with your siblings? I know Molly and Allie don't get to be together. No, we don't. And Sarah, you won't be with your sisters, right? Nope. Kate? Um, no, I won't. I'll be with, we're doing Thanksgiving here with um, Jer- all of Jeremy's siblings, all four of them. Oh, okay, wow. So you'll be with so, in, in-law in-laws. siblings. Me in-laws too, in siblings. siblings. Which, and, yeah. yeah. It's pretty great. So, sibling rivalry between your kids or between you and your sibling and how it messes you up as a parent. I don't know. Mm. Is that a thing? Oh, I didn't Or not know. even mess. Not, maybe not messes you up. Informs your parenting. I'm not trying to say Informs messes you up. Informs your parenting. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I was, um, I we know that Allie got to go skiing after school and you never did. So, mm. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a boy, I've got a boy and a girl and mm-hmm. I'm going through something right now that's really bothering me. And I've talked to some friends about it and they are, uh, they were concerned. They were like, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. You need to solve this because it will affect the future. And this is, I know it's like, it's not normal girl. No, they were like, it's normal, but you got to fix it. What is it? It's simply the way um, my five-year-old son puts down my two-and-a-half-year-old, almost three-year-old daughter for every single damn word that comes out of her mouth. It's now time for a quick sponsor break. Did you guys know that the first thousand days from conception until age two has been identified by scientists as the most important period of a human's life for nutrition. That means in these early days and years, we need to really be concentrating on what we feed our children. Yumi is a new brand that offers parents a better option. Fresh, nutrient-dense superfoods for your baby that are made with a clean ingredients and shipped right to your doorstep every week. As a busy parents, we all know how hard it can be to find time to cook every meal. We talk about it on Nursing and Cursing every week. It's almost impossible, but you know what? Yumi is a worry-free option that helps make mealtime just a little bit easier. They're a leader in childhood nutrition. Yumi makes fresh, nutrient-dense purees for babies, as well as snacks and finger foods for toddlers and older kids. Their nutritionists curate your kids' meals based on their upcoming milestones to make sure they have what they need for healthy brain and physical development. They are really taking us to the next step. It's awesome. Yumi sources fresh produce from local organic farms so you know your child is eating the cleanest ingredients that support their development. A team of in-house nutritionists and doctors and dietitians ensure that every meal is low in sugar, high in fiber, and balanced with key micronutrients. Okay, most pouches that we find at the grocery store, you guys, are full of sugar. Let Yumi Do the right thing and give us what our children need. I am so excited about this. 
Okay, so here you go. Head to helloyumi.com and enter promo code NAIL for $60 off your first month of Yumi. Make it easy on yourself, you guys. Head to helloyumi.com and enter promo code NAIL for 60 bucks off your first month of Yumi. Get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, look, look at this book I found. That's not even a book. That's a magazine. Or, mm. oh, I got a T-shirt. That's not your T-shirt. Anything, you guys. Mm. Um, I'm reading. I'm reading this. You don't know how to read, and it's right. Nice. And he right. loves her. He of loves course, in this from a um outsider's perspective, he's just jealous of her Very since jealous. day one. Right? He's just jealous of her. Yeah. And the attention that she receives. Yeah. So I had a, I, I talked to somebody um, who has older kids than myself, a close friend, and she has boy and a girl, same. Um, the boy's older. They've got about a three-year split, same. And this little boy growing up would just interrupt her and always, no, 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 it's blah, 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 interrupt her and give the right answer. Uh-huh. Um Constantly. So, I remember so like a variation on the same theme. Yes. And mm-hmm. now they're in a place where the girl who's coming into herself um, has low self-esteem, doesn't want to speak up, doesn't think that she's smart enough to, or as smart as her sibling. And um, it kind of stunts her. Mm-hmm. And so it's way more obvious because she's like coming into her older years. So this friend was like, nip it in the fucking bud now. Like do whatever you have to do because it's damaging. Ugh, your, so much did pressure. Your, did your that friend, is a lot of pressure. Did your friend feel that she tried or did she feel she let she thought it would resolve itself and she didn't intervene? Just wondering where she's coming I from. I think the second part. I think yeah. they would do reminders and things, but it wasn't. I don't think she went as hard as she would have if she had known. Um, and I do realize uh-huh. that when my son is doing it to my daughter, it's like triggering me. And I think when I look back into my own childhood, my older brother never lifted me up. Right. He does now. He's amazing. But back when we were kids, he did not lift me up. Everything was a challenge. Everything yep. was, mm. I doubt you can do it. Why don't you try? Um, laugh at, you know, he would laugh at like anytime I would take a risk and say something. This is like when we were little. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing now like, wow, it does shape you. And as a teacher, um, well, back in when I started teaching, I had a mentor who kept saying like, oh, okay, what's the birth order? What's the birth order of this kid? Okay, what's how old is this kid? What's their birth order? And I kept being like, what? who fucking cares what their birth order is? <laughs> now I'm like, holy shit. Yes, it really shapes who you are, where mm-hmm. you are born into the pack because there are different struggles. Um, and I'm just seeing like the way my daughter is having to, even at almost three years old, just like, Prove herself. Yes. And so far, she wants, she just wants his attention. Okay. Okay. It's so sad. Oh, oh. yeah. So we're working hard with him and uh, lots of family talks, but mm, doesn't seem to be working yet. 
<sighs> but with Can't other experience things, and sorry, Sarah. That's okay. I was just thinking, like, with other things, like that, take their time to resolve. Have there ever been other things that that Augie has been able able to overcome mm. that you were concerned about at first? Surely there are things, right? And this is going to be a lifelong struggle. This is not something that you're going to work on in a year from now. It's going to be completely resolved. And Aki's just lifting her up around the corner at, you know, I think that it can be okay, but I think you're going to have to constantly work on this. Yeah. And we are. And so what we're trying to do is just like lift him up when he lifts her up. That's right. Just like huge positive reinforcement when he does it, when we're not reminding him to do it. Mm hmm. Kate, do you deal with this at all with Mavis or? Um, I was just thinking, well, well, okay, so there's three, a boy, a girl, and a girl. Mm-hmm. There's a three-year age gap between everybody. And in general, my kids get along with each other really well. Uh-huh. Um, but that is... Um, But this this spark where where it could be a spark is is Mavis and Edie. I think it's it's interesting because I think I don't know it's the dynamics are always so interesting and I spend a lot of time thinking about it. Edie would be the one who gets lost because she would be the middle child, but in another way, she's also she was she's also the oldest girl, so she mm. sort of like sidesteps that quote unquote middle child thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it's the same dynamic as Molly and me and our brother. Right. Exactly the same. I and didn't. I didn't skip it though. No. Yeah. Edie, e- just took Edie sk- has that like real sassy, strong personality. It's like it's like just right. I think a lot of it is like your kid figuring out and I don't know if this is healthy or not it's when you when your kids all assign themselves or your family assigns your kids roles role, role. and the and I was gonna say so like wow is role chill older brother and he does it perfectly he lifts both of the girls up he feels no threat from below he's very good in his lane um Edie is like sassy outgoing overachieving she also feels no threat <laughs> mm-hmm. right yeah just, she feels yeah and if you don't feel threatened, if you don't feel like your spot is threatened, then you you don't need to to roll the shit downhill to your siblings. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But Mavis, and we've talked about this so much off, uh, like off the mic and on the thread. Mavis, and probably almost definitely my fault primarily. Mavis's role has become like mm, b- bad girl, bad little sister, mischievous right. troublemaker. Mm-hmm. And I see how I see how that she struggles more and more with that because it's like she, in some ways she feels like she needs to live up to it, but she doesn't want to always be that like troublemaker. But that's how she Isn't, gets attention. It's so interesting, Molly. You're a teacher. You must see this all the time. It's like the classic child that's been labeled, and then how do you? expect them to act if that's how they think that they are expected to act right Mm -hmm. and she definitely like you know I do think sometimes like 
we definitely have sort of like divided the girls up into like superstar Edie and um, mischievous, impish, delightful, sometimes annoying Mavis. Plenty of good things, but not, she doesn't get the same labels that Edie gets. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why can't you have, like, why couldn't you have two straight A, smart, nice girls in your family? Like, that's, it's not a thing where, like, they both can't be the same in some ways. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I regret that we started down a path where we, like, you know, where we made their personalities different or we branded them differently. Because, of course, mm-hmm. there's plenty of room at the table for everybody to be everything. Um Anyway, mm-hmm. I was, well, yeah. I'm just like kind of blabbering, but that's been my, that's been my experience that, Part and that ma- Mavis, really Mavis wants is the one that acts like... out. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, I was just going to say Mavis is the one that acts out and it's because Mavis feels the threat to her. I think it's because yeah. Mavis feels the threat to her personality, to the way that she wants to be seen. And yeah, right. And yeah. That's where, she, that's where some of the anger comes from sometimes. And yeah, whatever. Anyway. It's now time for a quick sponsor break. The holidays are here, you guys. Don't procrastinate any longer. Why not give the gift of song something that's heartfelt, that's unique, and that's going to last a lifetime? Songfinch works with hundreds of professional artists, musicians, and songwriters to bring your stories and memories to life through a one-of-a-kind radio-quality song with personalized songs starting at 99 bucks and delivered within a week. They'll handcraft the best gift that you can give. Why not? They will guide you to write a song about your loved one or maybe put down details about a special event that happened between family members. Go to their website. They'll help prompt you. And then a professional songwriter will put it all together with words and beautiful music. So go to their website, songfinch.com, and use promo code NAIL for $20 off your personalized song from scratch. Again, for 20 bucks off, use the promo code NAIL for your personalized song from scratch. You guys are going to love it. I was, gonna, I was just thinking, I like part of me really wants to just interject and and tell you know Kate you said about Mavis that this is probably mostly your fault and yeah don't and I just wanted to say like wait no it isn't <laughs> but right. yeah and I, like part of being a parent is that's so hard is trying to tease out like what's me, what's them, you know, how, Mm. like, what's me shaping them into, like, a a nice functioning kind person, and what's also just, like, them being them and learning how to interact with the world, and, like, and they're going to fail many times, and you have to kind of let them, and then whatever, but like this birth order stuff that's that's hard that's hard to grasp because like obviously it has such an impact but it what does. can you do about that as a as a parent you can like what Molly said what what's what did she you call a lot, it? I mean lifting up or something 
Yeah, yeah you can know, lift them up. I've got two boys, Kate. I do struggle with some similar stuff that you're talking about. You know, like I'll right off the bat, you guys have heard me say it probably a million times. Um, I would describe, well, or just like I would describe Phoenix as super cerebral and brainiac and smart. And then I would describe Leo as really in his body and like a little physical badass. But that's fucked up. Why can't they both be both? You know, right. And then you just go with that label in your mind and then you expect less from each of them, you know, and then they feel that. I don't know if we're getting off topic a little bit, but then no, it, it contributes to the way that they then act towards each other, right? What they're missing or what they're wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we, you know, I know that, I mean, I, I mean, 50% chance she was just totally fucking with me, but the other night when Mavis had a meltdown, <laughs> um, and I also was like day two of my period. So I don't want to read, you know, you can't day two of your period. You can't read the tea leaves too closely. But she was, Mavis was like literally screaming at me. Um, Edie is beautiful and smart. And I'm ugly and stupid. Like literally oh. just screaming that at me. Yeah, you just like, want to cry. Yeah, yeah, Leo will say stuff like, you know. But it's I also can't like, read that. I can't read like Phoenix, you know. Right. And I also want to be like, honey, you're in first grade and he's in third grade. And you're, you know, two and a half years apart. Like, get, cut yourself some slack. Oh, yeah. I hate it. And yeah. then when I, but then when I, when I flip it sometimes and I say like, um, I think I said, we were just talking about like, um, like the ages at which people learn to read. Uh-huh. And Wada was like, uh, and and Wawa always big ups Mavis. He always, always, always does. Actually, to the point that it makes me sometimes cringe because I'm like, is he picking up on something that I should be doing? Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, really, probably just My need a hobby. Brother but- was always really sweet to me too. Kate, we didn't ever have any kind of conflict, it seems like. And it might just be because there were four years between us and there was zero threat from zero his little threat. sister. Right. Zero yes. threat. He he dotes on Mavis. She's his favorite pet. Um, and but he was saying, "Oh wow, Mavis can fully, fully, fully read in kindergarten," and I couldn't read until second grade, and Edie couldn't read until second grade, which is um true, and who cares? Mm-hmm. But um, but Mavis like got really puffed up and got really stoked. Awesome. And, yeah, but then Edie was like. Who cares when you can read? You're just saying that to make Mavis feel good about herself. And I was like, oh, oh my God. What? Oh, I was right. like, well, isn't that okay? If he's, I was like, is that like a bad reason to say something? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Okay, let's go right. watch TV. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Let's put on a show. Okay. And then do your kids fight, Molly? Well, you were saying, yeah, the way Augie talks to her. What about just like fighting with each other? I've got two boys, you guys, nobody else on this thread does. And I'm going to tell you just like the physical, the physical fighting is so intense in our household when it happens. And half the time they are enjoying the fuck out of it. They're actually like, this is what they want to be doing. They're kicking and punching each other and rolling around and wouldn't have it any other way. And it's always leading to tears, but they're still doing it. And it drives me crazy. Crazy. I don't know how I would handle that. It would make me insane. It would make me crazy. They are, they do fight, but it's still, you know, 
like she'll grab a handful of the skin on his face and just dig for fucking nails so deep. Good right, for her. Okay. She's so yeah. fucking sick of being told it's not a book, it's a magazine. She's That's like, right. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, okay. Um, my kids my- don't fight like that, Allie. Actually, honestly, my kids very rarely, I mean, obviously they don't never fight, um, but my kids very rarely put fight. their hands on each other. They never put their hands on each other. And I mean, not never, but it's a surprise to you. I mean, kudos. I'm like, gosh, really? I don't feel that way. I have a no tolerance policy, of course, but but then I realized like they want this so badly that half the time I'll just be like, I've said this before. You guys want to kick the shit out of each other? You're gonna go do it on the trampoline. But I have a zero tolerance policy. You're not doing it in my house. And they will be like, yes, and they'll go out and like kick the shit out of each other on the trampoline. I do a How lot of like telling tolerance. Yeah, I, that's, but after a while, I'll be like, okay, they want to wrestle. They want to like, they want to be on top of each other. I know, but I think that's good, Allie, because I, I do a lot of like, when my kids get, get going with each other, um, and it's much more of like a, I don't know, you fucking looked at me, you put your seat too close to me, you're you're smacking your gum in a way that, you know, triggers me. That's Wilder and Edie talking to each other. Um, I, I tell them a lot of the time, like, okay, you guys are really making me crazy, and if one of you makes me crazy, I'm going to punish all of you. Like, please, can we just... I just I feel like they're more scared of me than it's worth taking the fight the way that they want. And sometimes I'm like, maybe that's not healthy. Maybe I should just let them play it all the way out and see where it goes. I don't know. I will say um, it has slowed down a ton. Um, you know, we try things, try to find things that work. And what has worked is um, if you call a name to each other or you put your hands on each other, if you kick or hit the other person, every time you do that, I am taking a dollar out of your wallet. And I've been doing that. I grab their wallet and I take a dollar and I put it in the jar. And then I'll be like, look at all the money mommy earned tonight. I'm going to the gas station tomorrow. Um, oh my God. Allie, that's hilarious. Twerking. What the fuck? This is just put How it in the chat. How many dollars do they have in their wallet? <laughs> no, 20 here and there, Sarah. Right. Christmas no, money, dude. holiday money, birthday money. Yeah. Allie, I love that. It's the reverse of checkmark challenge. If you're taking notes, it's checkmark oh, yeah. challenge reversed. I was just going to yeah, say. Now, oh, it, it, Leo is like, oh, oh, he stops. He can't handle the fact that I would take money. They cry. Um, oh God, and I've so got, like, I get five bucks in my back pocket the next morning. I All actually right. take it because I don't give it back. And so it's fully working. So Augie's got a wallet of 14 ones and I'm, I'm going to see about this and I'm going to see about linking it to every time he uh, dings her. I'm telling you right now, people might say that's wrong, but I've never had anything work like this except the checkmark challenge. But that's when they were young. I have a six-year-old and a nine-year-old now. So like an off topic question, at what age can you start the checkmark challenge? Oh, Goldie's on it. Ready? Go. Goldie's on it. Franny's ready. ready. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're we're deep into a checkmark challenge, and it's still working. But Augie's starting. He gets yeah. so angry, but I don't know. <laughs> uh. Nailing it and failing it. 
What's he getting so angry about, Molly? When I erase his check marks, Sarah. I mean, when I erase his check marks, it, he goes from zero to 60 in a fit. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, I got to erase a check mark. Let me just take cover. <laughs> oh, my God. So hard. <gasps> take cover, so hard. run out to the front lawn. But I always <laughs> tell my kids, like, when my kids are, like, I don't know. And I'm sure you guys tell your kids something similar. I tell my kids, like, you can have anything that you want in this world, but there's always going to be a price that you have to pay for every single thing that you want. So if you want to fight with your brother or sister, that is totally fine, but you're going to pay a price. And the price might be that I scream at you right now, or the price might be that when I die, they don't call you back. (laughs) Or you might get kicked in the face by your brother. I'm saying to my five-year-old, you are saying that you want to go to college with her and get an apartment with her. Well, guess what? Once you get to that age, she's not going to want to have an apartment with you when you treat her this way. Oh, my <laughs> God. What been fucking saying? No, wow. I, I tell but, – but Molly, that's what I tell my kids all the time. I always tell them, like, hey, guys, guess what? I'm not going to be here forever, but you guys are going to be with each other forever. So it's in your best interest to make it work. Dude, you I mean, say that like I'm not going to be here forever and like put it in their mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All the time. All all the, like, What do you mean by that? What um, do you twice, mean by Molly, a minimum twice a month. I, I touch on the fact that daddy and I will die. They've got each other for life. <laughs> yeah. oh true. Okay. Hashtag truth. Hashtag okay. Truth. Well, Molly, do we need to hit the jingle again or should we just so go? Sorry, just go. I, I, I can't. Hate mail's coming. What's going okay. on, Molly? What? I just don't want to hit the jingle. I'm tired of... I just... She doesn't want to hear it from people. Sarah, do you have one? Oh, I see. So, um, all right. Let's see here. What do I have? I have a a tiny little nail. Um, Francis told me that um, she pointed to the gray hairs in my head, and she said, Mommy, you have sparkly hair. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, awesome. They always tell the truth. Uh huh. So, I just think, I mean, like, that's fucking cute. It's a cute yeah. way of thinking about your gray hair, which, like, so whatever. cute. Perfect. I, my hair is so sparkly. <laughs> so sparkly. Uh, and let's see. Oh, we're still having um, pooping troubles with Francis, uh, mm. where she, she's like potty trained for pee but she refuses to poop on the potty and she gets like really upset about it and you know she's very like it's a trigger for her when she has to poop she gets really mad and the first thing she does like if she has a poop sensation she will put her hands out and just start saying before I haven't said anything she just goes no, mommy, no. Aww. That's her first response to a poop sensation. And it's because I've tortured her about it. Like It's just like one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to clean up your shit diapers anymore. You're done. You're done. And so I ha- like if she's if I see that she's trying to like poop. And she'll, she's, like, sitting on the floor or something, which doesn't allow her poop to come out. I'll go and scoop her up so that, like, her poop comes out. And that makes her so upset. 
Uh, right. She wants to be left alone on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just yep. wants to stay constipated forever. Oh, that sucks. Cool. sucks. So, so now her immediate risk, like, of, you know, we've got some sort of like Freud, Freud mm-hmm. anal phase thing going on where she just like blames her poop on me or something. Uh-huh. Oh, she's no, she's literally going to blame everything, everything on you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, Doing yeah. great. Good lesson. Doing great over here. Okay. Uh, oh, I've got a nail. Yes, girl. Nail fail. Nail. We'll call it a nail. Um, we went to piano class this week, and Phoenix takes piano with a group of children. It's a wonderful class, and um, he's been working on Beethoven's for Elise. Do, 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 right? Yeah. yeah. So this week, the teacher was playing song after song. She's amazing. She goes in the front of the class and she sings to them and she started to play. Dun, 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 dun. And she was like, anybody? And um, Phoenix was like, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, that's amazing. He's a savant. He's incredible. And she was like, Yes, very good. And I'm just looking, I'm looking at Harmony to the right. I'm looking for I am like, guys, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck does is did he do that? And I go over to ask him and I'm like, Phoenix, how did you know that? He's like, Nah, never mind, never mind. And then I was like, seriously, how did you know that? And he was like, Oh, Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, nail, buddy. Thank yeah. God. Okay, screen Major time. Nail. Perfect. Major nail. Oh, That's yeah. so good. Awesome. It um, was just a silly moment, but I loved it. So good. Uh, I want lasagna now. Um, <laughs> exactly. I was I was with the girls in a thrift store that has like um, it's like a it it it's like um it works with. Uh, homeless and HIV-affected population, and they have a huge bowl of condoms in the front window. Mm. So the girls and I are, like, shopping, doing our thing, and on the way out, Mavis just marches straight up to the bowl, grabs, like, four condoms, thinking they're candy, looks directly at the man working cash register and goes, I'm going to need four of these to go. (laughs) Oh, God. This is so good. That is so good. It's like confident. Edie didn't know what they. Edie doesn't know what they are, but she knows they're not candy. She knows they're something from a grown-up world. She hasn't. I mean, she's nine. Mm -hmm. Um, For her, but she was just like she was like, oh my god, oh my god. She knew it wasn't right. It's so good. My voice. It was so funny. Found it in a little box in the in the basement from like daddy or their uncle Eric or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Like baseball cards and other really random things. And yeah, Leo, they were both like, daddy, what's this? And he was like, Oh, that's just an old candy. That must be so moldy and yucky by now. (laughs) Wow. That's too good. It's all shiny. Shiny. Uh, Well, guys. 
Cool. Well, guess what? What? Nail an event. Failing is. Yes. All right, guys. Well, listen, it is Thanksgiving today. And we really love you and we're grateful for you. And ladies, I'm grateful for you guys. So That's grateful. Me. Grateful to you too, Molly. I'm grateful for Critty, even though she couldn't make it on tonight. <clears throat> we miss her. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys next week. Eat a shit ton of turkey. We love you. Okay, that's it for now. We'll see you next week for another Nursing and Cursing, where sleep is more valuable than fast, hard cash.